This episode was helped brought to you by our newest sponsor, Kelowna Brewing Company. They're a brewery out there in Eastern Iowa. So if you're in the area, make sure to stop by Kelowna and check out their brewery. Great food at the restaurant there. Great beer, obviously. If you're in the Midwest, check out any Hy-Vee's. I believe they carry the six packs and they have different types of flavors. So you guys are going to want to, you know, definitely try that out. And I think throughout this whole process, Fishing Kid and myself for Beer Fish Fanatics, we're going to be doing some giveaways here and there. If you guys can go ahead and tag us here and there with your Kelowna beer. So other than that, enjoy the episode, guys. Welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Granny with Mop Pop Fishing. We have Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. And today I am drinking this one. I'm doing, it's the Iowa Brewers Guild Unify Hazy IPA. So um, they're a group, and this one is 6.5% alcohol content, but I guess this is a, a collaborative brewing project that the uh, Iowa brewing industry uh a bunch of brewers got together and they designed this, I believe. So I want to try this out. I know uh, our sponsor, Kelowna Brewing Company, is part of the uh, Iowa Brewers Guild. So I, f- I figured I'd, I'd you know support them uh, and try out their uh, hazy IPA, so the unified one. So what do you got, Kit? Uh, I am doing the Kelowna Classic probably for like the third episode in a row. But uh, it, it's 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 easy drink. I just drank a – actually – we just hopped on. We're just coming off of a different podcast, but uh, yeah. I was drinking this one in the background, the uh, Doppelbach Lager Lubricator, seven point five percent. So I'm gonna take it a little easy with the uh, you know four point one percent beer. There you go. And yeah, he's right. Uh, so our listeners or people who are watching this on YouTube, uh, make sure you guys check out Cast King's podcast. And we were actually asked to be on be a, a couple of guests on there uh, i don't know we're just two idiots anyways that you know talk about fishing i guess here and there but it was really fun uh we were on there with uh nikki so make sure i don't know if uh they're gonna release the episode before this episode or not uh but yeah. whatever the case it, may be yeah yeah if it up releases before this we'll put it up in the corner yeah. i don't know what side i'm gonna be on when the video comes out i'll just say this side it's gonna be up there We'll figure it out. No worries. And then, yeah, just make sure you guys go check us out. You guys want to hear about us a little bit. Uh, us not really asking questions and just kind of answering questions and babbling on. So it was it was fun, actually. We um, had a lot of fun with, with Cast King over there on their podcast. So make sure you guys go check that out. All right. Cheers, man. Cheers. Ooh, all right. This is interesting. So it has a lot of citrusy it almost has a banana taste to this i think i don't know i could be wrong let me blah, 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 read it real quick i don't know it doesn't say anything but i have i have that weird well i wouldn't say weird but it has that that banana taste you know what i'm talking about you ever had those like citrusy um bananas not banana is not citrusy but i know uh, what you're talking about but it, it has a combination of the citrusy and the banana taste to it i don't yeah. know i could be so this is what's going to happen that whoever brewed this they're gonna be like dude that guy's an idiot don't listen to him there's no banana in it but um i don't know it just tastes like it i don't know basically, basically has like a like a subtle fruity cute cute hue q q q q to it something like that yeah hints notes Hint. fruity notes yeah there we go there that, we now, go. now we're talking we're now we're talking like bear people <laughs> but no it's actually pretty good uh not too hoppy so make sure yeah if you guys get a chance if you had hy-vee i got this one at hy-vee 
locally. Uh, so Taiwa Brewers Guild, Unified Hazy IP, go try it out. Help support. I think I'm assuming that would help support Iowa Brewers Guild, which is help supports all the local breweries pretty much in Iowa. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, supporting local, uh, all you Bud Light, Coors Light, Middle Light, uh, whatever light beers, you know, go grab one of these or any light lager from the local breweries. You know, it doesn't have to be Kelowna. It's just buy a light beer from a local brewery if you know if all you can drink is light beer at least you'll that money stays in the community and it's you know helping your you know potential neighbor instead of some corporation 200 miles away yep that's not even in america guys so i mean i'm just saying you know i'm i'm 100 behind you on that um Tag us, man. Take a picture. I don't care. Any type of local beer, if you guys, you know, whatever you guys want. And a lot of the local beers nowadays, they have light lagers or they have uh, oh, yeah. some type some type of lager that you can drink easily that it's not too hoppy or it's not too heavy. It's perfect. I'm telling yeah, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Craft and, beer doesn't mean pops and crazy flavors. It could mean, you know, just your easy beer. drinking light lager which is what your bud lights coors lights whatever light blah 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 hey see right here look at my shirt for youtube look local first so i'm doing the initiative for as a visit pay so shout out to visit pay oh. you know those uh people out there you know definitely support local um you know huge shout out to austin he was on my other podcast before so huge shout out to austin he's the ceo over there for visit pay so um but yeah look local first definitely cool uh, we we haven't been on um, since I think, or we haven't recorded a, an episode. Oh, actually, we did record one, um, but since Kansas, so I I wanted uh, to get you know fishing kid on and talk a little bit, just our recap how our trip went down in Kansas. Uh, we had my brother in law on a previous episode that we just released recently. Hopefully, you guys get a chance to go check that one out. It was really fun to to kind of dive into him. I know at the very beginning we were a little. Um, didn't really open up until after a beer or two and a shot, <laughs> but it was cool, man. It, I mean, he, he, he gave a lot of information, uh, how he grew up fishing and everything. And, and then he gave some pretty good tips in regards to fishing in Denver, Kansas, Nebraska, but our trip down there. I mean, I, I guess I can go first. Uh, I felt I did okay. Didn't do as well on the white bass as I normally would have. Uh, I think I went down there having a high expectation that I was going to catch about a hundred white bass. Um, and I was going to catch wipers left and right. I thought catfish was going to be on fire. And what I came to find out was I just had to be patient. I still caught fish. I think uh, I learned from my brother-in-law, that technique of, of fishing in the column. That was kind of cool to see that, you know, produce fish. And when, I don't know if you listen to the podcast with uh, my brother-in-law and, and fishing kid myself, uh, but fishing in the column means, cause I was, I usually fish it off the bottom. And what my brother-in-law John told me was dude, fish in the column. In other words, let's sink a little bit and then just slowly reel, reel, reel versus bouncing off the bottom, what I was doing and it worked. So it was one of those things. So I learned kind of try something new. If, if one thing isn't working, try something new. It could produce and it, it literally produced within the next cast. Uh, I think I caught a major amount of drum. <laughs> I, I knew that lake had drum. I just didn't know it had that many much drum. But like uh, Kit was saying, the drums down there, they fight like no other versus drums in Iowa. Drums in Iowa, they fight for maybe about 
two seconds and then they just kind of spin in circles it feels like and then versus the fish down there every time we caught a drum at that lake we were down south i I kept thinking man this is a white bass it was digging going left and right but um i didn't catch no catfish i i had uh i'll let fishing kit tell explain our last day there in regards to the catfishing but i didn't get a chance to catch a catfish i tried once a little bit at the beginning and then tried the last day but um i had a bite or two but i, I, I wasn't successful on the catfish bite uh i i had fun it was a good trip um i i just thought we would have caught a lot more and had a lot more action but i think the wind had a lot to do with it but i don't know what do you think man so i it was i think our roughest trip there since we started going there agreed but here here's my thoughts so um the spawn so we were just there what end of june mm-hmm. no, it yeah, was, end of june. yeah yeah it was end of june towards the end of june Towards the end of June. Uh, so here, here are my thoughts. So the spawn for most of this, you know, target species, it happened, you know, three, four weeks before we got there. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts is that they, you know, they, they, they're past the post spawn bite by the time we got there. Mm-hmm. So they've already moved off to their like midsummer pattern. So, you know, that's, that could be like farther out, um, you know, in the middle of the lake, in the channels or whatever away from where we normally fish, which is like from shore, I guess, I guess, well, I ain't going to say the lake, but like the marina, the causeway, the, you know, they, the, like the high potential areas. And um, I just feel like we, yeah, we missed the post, we missed the spawn definitely. And I think we missed the post spawn bite, which can be pretty good. But thing was the timing, you know, it was kind of, you know, it wasn't just there for us because um, like I said, we were past the post-spawn bite. You know, the fish already moved into their, into their like, midsummer pattern, which is, at least, you know, that's my theory, that they're out in the middle of the lake, in the channels. But we're too early for the, like, the uh, the bait fish when they c- come to a certain size that they're, you know, gathering up near shore. So we were too late for, as far as a post-spawn bite, but we were too early as far as, like, a, a hatch, mm-hmm. like a shad hatch. I yep. mean... As soon as they, as soon as the shad um, hatch, you know they're tiny. But let's say in September, you know they're they're they, they might be like this big, and then you know, and they're up shallow. That makes it easier for us because then that'll draw the predator fish up shallow. So I think that's what happened, and the one of the reasons why I um think we caught so many um what's it called drum drum, we were there during the spawn post spawn period that's why we're catching so many mm, makes sense yeah because i mean i i mean no my, our brother my brother-in-law was out there a week and a half two weeks ago and they were slaying i think they caught like you were saying probably the the end part of the post post spawn yeah, yeah post spawn for sure yeah. and that's why we were like that's why i was excited i was like ah, i can't wait i'm gonna kill it i'm gonna kill it um and just kind of give everybody a heads up. We, we had the last day that we stayed there. Uh, and we, we didn't, we didn't put too much emphasis and we didn't think too much about it, but amazing call by my brother-in-law. He said, let's go try this one spot out for possible catfish. And man, go ahead, man. What do you think? I mean, if you guys, I don't know when this one releases or when that video of yours releases, but we, 
we did pretty good on the catfish on that last day, I think. I mean, not not yeah. me personally, but I think us as a group. We we had a lot of bites. I mean, we we didn't execute on all the bites, so we could have uh, yeah. landed more fish. But it was really about uh, like the kids, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, your nephew Hudson, he he re- he really got into catfishing. So you know, I throw my lines out like, hey, if it bites, that's all you, buddy. You know, you get it. You, know, you do it. Like, if you miss the bite, you know, okay. Then I tell them, this is what you need to do. Like, you know, you got to reel faster or, you you know, when it first bites, just wait. When he really takes it, then you got to reel. And let's say he doesn't reel fast enough. You know, tell him, hey, you know, you didn't reel fast enough. So next time, um, you know, just when it starts biting like crazy, just reel as fast as you can because uh, you got to get that hook in the corner of the mouth. And um, but he did land a few fish on his own without me coaching at all. So that's awesome. I think the blue cats were on the on the nest like they were spawning. OK. And during the cat like blue cat spawn, actually, yeah, catfish spawn, they're focused on spawning. And you can always catch fish during the spawn because not every fish spawns at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we didn't catch any blue cat. But I think. uh the channel cats were already off the spawn and that's that's why i feel like we're catching channel cats and like your brother-in-law kim he was asking me he's like yeah what do you think about this spot i'm like dude wind's blowing up here it's a mm-hmm. point rocky i think this is good so we just started casting out lines and maybe we didn't get bit right away but once we started getting more lines out there mm-hmm. started getting bites and then you know we'd miss a few bites here and there but then we started landing fish uh, yeah. and, and we were I was catching, catching drums. Yeah. Drums. Oh, I caught my biggest uh, large mouth. So I caught my PB large mouth right yeah. there. It was about, it was, it was well over five pounds, but I mean, that was my biggest large mouth. You know what I mean? I mean, it doesn't get too big in Iowa anyways, large mouth. You, you don't get much bigger than five, six pounds. So that would catch one probably around that. I was excited. I caught that, that large mouth and the drums. Yeah. We were just catching more and more drums, but, and, and I think like you were saying, that was a perfect spot to end our trip because the kids were able, we were, we, we just barbecue, we grilled right there. Uh, I think yeah, j- just drove up parked, and we didn't have to walk anywhere. No, I think, I think we're going to, we might have to camp there in September. I think we might have to at least go a day or two extra before our, our cabin trip um, to this lake, because that spot is so cool. We can just camp right there. Cause I mean, we're going to be catfishing 24 seven then technically oh, dude, right there. Yeah. We can camp right there. So um, yeah, it, this is the, the, the campers out there and the fishermen campers. I mean, if you guys can find a spot where you can camp and fish at the same time, um do that it's kind of cool I, I can't wait to we get a chance to do that there yeah so if you're coming from my uh fishing videos i don't say i don't even say the state that i'm at <laughs> so you're getting a little tidbit a little a little yeah. tidbit i'm not gonna give away the lake but uh yeah yeah that spot um depending like i haven't looked at any maps or anything depending on how deep of water is next to it, which I would imagine is pretty deep because it's right off the main lake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those rocks, I bet bait fish are going to push up there. Mm. Dude, I bet next time, if we go back there in like September, okay, I bet it's going to be freaking killer. Even right. though it's a high traffic area, yeah. you know, it's going to have some pressure. But if we go there while the bait fish is there, dude, we're, I think we're going to kill it. Okay. Well, I might go one. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll double check on the dates, but we might go like a day or two early. So we can go, you know, yeah. go on like a Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, before too much campers show up and we can go there. Oh, yeah. If we go during the week, oh, 
That's what I'm saying. Well, we'll check it out though. We'll, we'll let you guys know on that. But yeah, we, we definitely plan going back out there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a great trip. I, I really enjoyed it. Got to see, hang out with family, got to catch fish. It wasn't like we got skunked or anything. It's just, you know, um, it was just slower than normal for us. And it's kind of, is a learning experience like you were saying, I think that's the first time we've been out there around late June. Uh, so we probably won't go out there again in late June. I think. Yeah. We're just, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'd go yeah. back in, in late June. Yeah. But it's only, it's only one way to find out is to go then. And now we know um, how it is then. So, um, but I think, I think September will be a, a better, hopefully should be a better uh, bite for us and better production in regards to fishing. on Yeah. That. But, but like, you know, but you never know. That's but you never thing. know. Right. And it all depends know. on weather, man. It all, all depends on weather. And, you know, Kit, man, you almost forgot. Dude, that last time he, he caught a flatty, dude. That was awesome. Remember? Oh. Your, so so I was fishing. I was just kind of jigging it out, catching drums. And then this guy, nobody's fishing no more. Everybody's just kind of chillaxing. We're catfishing, I guess you could say. Kit comes up to me about five, ten feet to my right. Freaking throws a crappie jig and then freaking hits a freaking uh, uh, flathead. Dude, that was pretty nice. Um, I was throwing a swim bait with the crappie jig dropper, ah. and uh, the flathead hit the dropper. Nice. Man. I mean, it was it was like I don't know three four pounds maybe. Jeez. But uh, that was pretty cool though. And then. How you been uh, fishing here in Iowa? I know you. I know we've been busy, um, but I think since we've been back to Iowa, how's fishing been for you? Um, it was okay, like last week, but like these last few trips I've been out, it's been slower and slower. And I mm. think it's because, well, one, I've been going back to the same spot over and over, and <laughs> conditions, you know, well, water conditions have been deteriorating. It's uh, been getting murkier mm. and murkier. But uh, yeah, I was catching white bass up until like a couple of weeks ago. I mean, started like a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then it's just been tapering off. But I did catch my personal best flathead nice. while fishing while fishing for white bass. <laughs> it was I'm gonna guess I'm gonna put it around 25, 30 pound mark. Wow. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll underestimate. I'll, I'll I'll say 25. You know, Still. most people out there they'll. You know, they're holding a catfish like this big. Oh, I caught a 10 pounder. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can do this to a 10 pound catfish. You're either huge or you're way overestimating that fish. <laughs> it's just super long. It better be as long yeah. as tall as you. But no, nah, I get you. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know when you're going to release that video, but you guys got to see the picture. He, he showed me the picture. Holy cow. I was like, the hell did you catch that on, man? What'd you I, use? I don't, don't want to, you know, blow my load too early. I try to. Like if I take fishing pictures and I'm I'm gonna put a video that yeah. I, you know that I've filmed around that same time frame. I don't want to yeah. post that fish now and then a month later I finally release the video. I kind of want to time it where like you know I kind of I wouldn't say build up the hype, but yeah. uh, kind of correlates better instead. Of like oh, dude, it was I a po- it was a beast, yeah. man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like what the heck? I should have went with you, man. Thanks for telling me guy but no, i caught it yeah i caught it on a cast master mm. and uh yeah fishing for white bass and i kind of just changed my cadence because mm. normally i just throw it out real like i always tell you throwing spoons throw it real that's it that's all you gotta do but this this one i was kind of like actually like jigging it mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden boom like maybe 
I don't know, 10 yards away. So not too far. Mm. And uh, I thought I hooked the carp because it kind of, I kind of yeah. got it on the up. And then I was fishing with uh, Brandon, uh, a listener, a big fan, Brandon. So shout out to you if you're listening. And uh, he, his father-in-law, you know, he's, he's married to uh to a Asian girl. So Brandon's a white dude here. Okay. I, I, I'll just, I'll stop dancing around like, Oh, he's this trying to be whatever. Well, okay. Brandon's a white dude. He's married to an Asian girl. He, he, he fishes with his father-in-law all the time. This old Asian guy, he calls him pal. Uh, he, you know, he looked, he looked like he'd be my grandpa or something, but, uh, anyways, uh, pal, he's all like, like, Oh, you know, Oh, maybe it's a big flathead. I'm just like, flathead blah, whatever <laughs> then like a couple minutes later like oh, dude it's a freaking flathead so that was pretty cool yeah um i, I saw it I was like man I, that is pretty cool to kind of catch a, a flathead that way so normally that i mean i'm assuming that's not normal to catch it that way or i don't know uh, or not with a spoon i know okay. they they'll hit like swim baits and stuff gotcha Thank you for joining us at uh, Beer Fish Fanatics. And this episode is actually brought to you by Whisker Seeker Tackle. So make sure you guys go to whiskerseeker.com for all your catfishing gear. Enjoy the episode, guys. But uh, yeah, so so far this year, I hit two of my biggest catfish ever the one blue cat and then the flathead. So that's pretty cool. So hopefully, we can beat that in. The upcoming trip. So we have an upcoming trip that uh, my wife has allowed me to go. And I, I've been talking with Kit like this about this trip that I want to go down uh, with him to go chase after these blue cats. So I'm hoping I'm hoping to catch one. I, I honestly I, I really don't care how big it is. I just want to catch one to say I caught a blue cat. You know, I haven't caught one ever. So that'd be nice. Obviously, potential where we're going to be going here in a couple of weeks. Um, there's high high potential of a double digit, you know, blue cat and oh, double digit is easy, like ten see, pounder easy. Don't, don't do that, man. You're gonna jinx me if I say it is easy. I hope, Dude, I hope. A, a ten pound blue cat is small. Okay. That's a small blue right. cat. I I hope I get that one first, just to kind of get it out of the way. You know what I'm saying? Like just to get that out of the way. But I mean, yeah, I, I I'm super excited. Uh, getting my gear, you know, uh, riled up and, and ready for the, for this trip upcoming. Uh, I actually asked fishing kit, like, you know, what do I need? What does he recommend in regards to gear and stuff? Um, you want to tell everybody, I mean, you, you kind of told me, what do you recommend if somebody's going to go after, you know, these blue cats that we're going to be going after in a couple of weeks here, what, what kind of equipment do you suggest? Make sure you have this in your repertoire. So that way you don't, number one lose the fish or miss the fish of a lifetime type of thing um or just have the wrong equipment type setup well i mean off a of kayak because we're fishing off kayaks by the way mm -hmm. i mean i don't have a whole ton of experience of targeting big catfish or yeah big blue cats or whatever mm -hmm. but me going in i am running 65 pound braid so just make sure you have a rod and reel setup that can match that you know you don't want to put 65 pound braid on a medium catfish or not excuse me a medium bass fishing rod you know mm. tailor your gear towards the fish that you're gonna catch so yeah i'm running a seven foot six medium heavy whisker seeker rod uh the reel you know whatever reel you want to use i got a shimano corvallis it's like it's like a round round bait caster 
Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of baitcasters. Uh, I know some people hate them because they don't know how to use them. And I think that is a garbage reason to not like them. I don't know how to use it, so I hate them. But, you know, <laughs> anyway, that's a <laughs> that's like a, a rabbit hole discussion. Uh, anyways, so my leader, now I've upgraded my leader to 60-pound mono. So I used to have 50-pound mono, and I lost an even bigger blue cat because I'm dumb and I grabbed the uh, grabbed the leader because I'm used to catching, you know, 10, you know, fishing that 10, 15 pound range all day. At this, like you catch those all day, grab the leader, no big deal. But then you hook into a 30, 40 pounder, you grab that line. And especially if you've been fishing for like two days straight, this is what my buddy uh, Chris told me. Like, dude, you need to freshen up your leaders. Like, even though it's 50 pounds, 60 pounds, whatever, when you're fishing hard for two days, catching fish, you got to think about the, like, the wear and tear on that leader because they got their, you know, their teeth. I mean, they're not super sharp, but they're like, it's like sandpaper. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, catfish got those hard spines on the sides. They're kind of jagged. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, when you're finding fish, they're rubbing up against your leader, you know, basically wearing it down. You want to freshen up your leaders and, no, I just retied a whole bunch of leaders uh, with 60 pound braid. So I got fresh leaders and then I've upgraded the pound test from 50 to 60. And then you want, obviously, hooks that can hook a big catfish. You know, you're not going to go out with, um, I mean, I guess you could. I'm not saying you can't catch big fish on tiny hooks. But like I was saying earlier, you want to uh, tailor your gear towards the fish you're trying to target. You know, if, if you're outgunned because your gear isn't up to snuff, you got nobody to blame but yourself. So I think I think you were telling me to get some some ADOT hooks. You think that's about a good size? Yeah, I think ADOT circle hooks is a good in-between because you can catch smaller fish with it, mm-hmm. and then you can catch the bigger fish with it. But I'm running ADOT at a minimum. You know, that's my like my base base uh, hook size for all my rigs, okay. and I'm going up to 10. 10 knot it's like just like the idea of a 10 knot circle hook is like crazy yeah and then that's... and then you look at it but then once you see the fish down there like oh okay now makes it makes sense, sense. Okay. now it makes sense and shout out to whisker seeker uh our sponsors and everything because they're they're, they're gonna send us a couple of these hooks um some t- eight out ten out hooks we're gonna try out uh, I'm going to try those out and see how they do. They're going to send us some J hooks. Uh, I'm going to have fishing kit try out too and see how we do with those. So, you know, huge shout out to them, you know, for giving us the the equipment to try out and giving me the opportunity. Hopefully I can catch, like I said, um, I, I'm excited. This is going to be my first chance to, to, to kind of get my kayak and really put it to the test and my kayaking skills. I'm, I'm nervous. I think, um, do I need to get a, 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 a drift sock or can I have an anchor? It would help. Okay. See, so yeah, so I was wondering too, so I'll probably get like drift socks. So in case the windy, you know, if the wind is picking up there, you want yeah, to, if it gets to... too windy and you don't have a drift sock, mm-hmm. um, I'm not a fan of anchoring in mm-hmm. one spot, especially, okay. especially in the warm months because the fish are active and they're mm-hmm. moving. I mean, you could argue that, well, if they're moved around, you just sit in one spot and have them come to you. Well, my argument is you move around and then you'll bump into those fish that are moving around. You have a higher chance of hooking up. And okay. that's the reason why I like circle hooks. Since you're moving, your kayak's moving one way, then a fish comes and grabs the hook, you know, they're going to at least, yeah, they're going to try to move the other way. Yeah. And I used to say 
fish hook themselves with circle hooks, but after using them for a while, uh-huh. it helps. But you, you know, you won't hook up all the time. But when you hook up, you know, they're generally not going to pop off, and they're in a spot where it's easy to uh, to remove that hook because mm. we're going to catch and release a lot of our fish. Because dude, we're gonna we're gonna catch a lot. Hey, I like to hear that. That's some good confidence, brother. I, all right. I mean. Not like not not even being cocky. We're gonna catch a lot of fish. Good, but it depends. No, well, depending if conditions are right, we'll we'll catch a lot of fish. Okay, because there might be an algae bloom down there, and mm-hmm. the uh, the shallower end of the lake usually is where all the blue algae uh, builds up, and then we don't want to fish there if the blue algae is bad. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have to fish deeper, uh, like further south. And, and then that's where, you know, that's where anchoring will come into play because uh, there's, there's like a lot more channels, like deep bridges and stuff on mm-hmm. the like bottom, actually the bottom three quarters of the lake will be more suspend fishing. I think okay. if, if, if we do end up on the uh, Southern part of the lake, you know, we'll, we'll basically be sitting up in high, um, high chance areas, like, like I was saying, in channels, creek mouths, in you know, 40, 50 feet of water, mm-hmm. waiting for the fish to come through. So we're we're gonna set up in high, you know, high odd areas waiting for the fish. Mm. Opposed to like if we're fishing the north end, you know, it's big and flat. You know, the fish aren't gonna be con- congregated in these channels because there isn't really any channels. So, so you, that's why I like drifting or trolling in those big open areas. Because fish are going to be scattered all over the place. And, yeah, if you can move around, you know, you have a bigger chance of putting your bait in front of a fish opposed to the deeper parts of the lake where you'll be in the areas that the fish are moving through, like the channels, creek mouths. It's a total, total different ball game. Okay. Like with the, uh, with the drifting, it's, num- it's a numbers game. Mm. With the, uh, the suspending, you know, anchoring and uh, suspending, it's going to be a sit and wait, but usually when you get hooked up, it's going to be a bigger fish. Big one. Okay. Yeah. We might have to do both. I don't know. Try it out. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Like you say, we'll, we'll, depending on the conditions, see what we're going to actually have to do. So um, I'll definitely get your sock. Do you recommend me getting any like gloves too? Cause um, I'm a girly man when it comes to grabbing a catfish by the mouth. Cause like to me, it's like, Ow. Well, if that's the case, I would get grips. You could get Gri- grips, grips or gloves. What, what, what grips better? You think? Well, if you got gloves, you still you're still gonna put the your hand in their mouth. Yeah, but you got gloves on; they can't hurt, right? I don't know. I don't know. They can still like a big fish when it rolls. That could like freaking break your wrist, dude. Okay, well then get grips, right? <laughs> but you know, wearing gloves and grabbing them by the mouth—that's the quickest way to control the fish. To control, okay. Yeah, that oh. is the quickest way. I mean, there's some risk involved. I mean, I grab big fish by the mouth, yeah. but you also get tore up. I don't wear gloves. And, well, another reason why you want to wear gloves is if you get cut up, you know, that could lead to infections, which mm-hmm. happens to people. So so you can. So I probably, I might, I might get some gloves and get grips. You think that's, obviously, because I've seen the way you catch those bigger ones that with the grips, it helps you control the fish better. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like, opposed to, opposed to just trying to, control them and using grips that's a pretty good way it keeps you safe keeps the fish safe 
Okay. And, uh, you know, you just, but the thing is getting the grips in their mouth. That's the other, that's yeah. the hard part. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, like, okay, because I see you guys, you guys make it seem like so damn easy. You guys just like oh, grip it so easily. Yeah, once you get it in their mouth, you know, uh, then you got control of the fish. Okay. Uh, that's why uh, a lot of people just grab the fish by the mouth because you're not fiddling with grips. You just go in there, mm-hmm. grab them, but then, you know, you're at the mercy of the fish too. Yeah, but, but there's when there's certain ways you could grab them where you know they'll thrash around, but you can kind of just okay. you know play play with them. But all right, so it's gonna. I be would cha- just use grips. All right, use grips or okay. It might be chaos. You guys, hopefully, hopefully this is the case. I hope they see this video if I catch something big because that means I just you know got something amazing and it's it's chaos. So that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, well, I'll be uh, Bo. Bo um, Never caught a catfish out of the kayak. Never caught a blue cat before. He went down. He caught two, maybe 20 pounders when we were there. So. Wow. Nice. Okay. And he's going down with us too. So hopefully you guys bring that luck, you and him. Uh, we have a couple of buddies that we're going to go down there. We might have some other special guests, hopefully, because I think uh, I think Fishing Kit and myself are planning to record an episode. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Uh, we'll, we'll probably record. You know, I was kind of thinking, I don't know. Uh, it's up to Kiv. He wants to do this too, but I was kind of really thinking if we can record maybe 15 minute segments and then just add them all into one. So we kind of give you guys a recap of how one day went, how another day went, another day went, and then we just kind of add it into one episode. So I don't know. I was kind of thinking of that to kind of make it a little bit easier on us. So we don't have to sit there and babble for what, however long, but it depends on who we have too. If we have who I, uh, who, possibly could go down with us we can you know we can possibly do a quick episode with with everybody that'd be kind of cool too yeah. yeah then you can always watch my video of the of the trip on my on my youtube channel there's yep. always that definitely do that um and then i mean okay so just kind of give everybody a heads up we, we have some things that we kind of have planned coming up here stay tuned to beer fish fanatics uh i was just talking to fishing kit here we, we don't know the exact date yet but i think we we definitely want to set something up where we're going to do a beer fish fanatics where we're going to do um a, a late cleanup of some sorts towards the end of the year we don't know the exact dates uh, we were thinking August, but then that's a little bit too soon because we got so many things coming up and trips. So maybe, you know, later in the fall. So we're, just stay tuned on that. We'll let you guys know. So you guys can come out and meet us. We'll do it at a local lake here somewhere in Iowa. We'll let you guys know. We're thinking maybe September, October. We'll have to wait and see. So it's not so screeching hot too here. Uh, come join us on that. Uh, we have a few other trips that we have planned, uh, not just for fishing, but I think we're thinking of doing um, an ice fishing, you know, a trade show. Possibly we're going to try to see if we can do an episode there. And then I think another one where uh, we're hoping to possibly do is at a beer festival. So we're going to get involved more with the local breweries and, you know, just local businesses, things like that. So make sure you guys stay tuned on that. Uh, but yeah, we're fishing camp myself. We're going to be taking a trip a couple weeks here. We'll let you guys know how we do. Uh, you got anything else, man, for anybody that, like I said, that's going for a big fish. I think the tips that you gave has been good. Uh, I, I still have to get all my gear lined up for this trip. Super excited. You know, it's my birthday weekend. My wife's actually letting me go. She's going to take care of all the kids. She's, she's going to tough it out. So I, I, I get to get a trip to be by myself. She said, just, just don't be an idiot. And you know, that probably will happen. I'm not going to lie. She doesn't listen to this, but she's just like, just don't be an idiot. And We'll see, but I'm excited, man. So thanks, man. Thanks to Fishing Kit here. He's going to take me, hopefully, and, and he just said, 
you're gonna catch some fish hopefully we catch a lot of fish i'm excited for that um you got anything else guy uh yeah so if you're targeting big fish make sure you're not outgunned as far as equipment is concerned and uh we forgot to talk about bait oh okay you we can do that before we uh, we got a couple of minutes left yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what what bait do you recommend that well i guess what we're going to be targeting what what would you say that we should how, how do we prep for this bait wise um ideally what i want to do is catch some white bass and take it down there like the okay. day before the day before we head down like okay we're gonna head down on thursday mm-hmm. i want to go out wednesday afternoon catch some white bass stick it in the fridge not freeze it because once you freeze fish you know it kind of deteriorates the um the um, quality of the bait because i believe and a lot of people believe look at all the big youtubers fresh bait is the best bait whether that's live or fresh cut bait i guess in a pinch we go buy chicken breast i think as far as getting fresh bait it's going to be reasonably easy because you know it's it's going to be mid to late summer the fish are going to be active and down in kansas whatever fish you catch and can legally harvest you can use this bait and you know white bass it's a tough you know it's a tougher piece of meat compared to shad shad crumbles easy fresh shad is fine especially the big fresh shad you know the meats holds together better it doesn't get tore up or like uh, ripped off when a small fish bites it see the thing is you have a big like tough piece of bait like a piece of white bass when a small fish comes and bites it it isn't gonna like mush it up and pull it off the hook opposed to if you have you know kind of soggy frozen stuff mm-hmm. you know they're gonna come and bite it it could be like a piece of bait this big but if it's super soft pulls off the hook easy they're gonna take that whole thing Makes so sense. fresh bait is the best bait uh ideally i'll want to catch bait before we head down there and keep it cold not frozen because like i said once you thaw out anything frozen you know it, it gets kind of you know soggy some some baits are better than others like carp you catch a carp freeze it for a day thaw it out it actually holds up pretty good but shad, I don't. It, I don't think it'd be worth free, like trying to freeze shad like the week before and taking it down there. But like if we go catch white bass, crappie, you know, either the day before we go down there, and the reason why I say the day before we go down there is we don't have to waste time catching bait while we're there. We just focus on catching the catfish. How many uh, days in advance you think would be okay to catch? Let's just say two, three days, and then put it in the yeah. fridge. And then just it, put it in the fridge. Okay. Yeah, like if you go out and catch crappie like two or three days before heading out. Okay. Cause I you know, I, I want to know that because um in case you can't go the day before, you know what I'm saying? If you yeah. go like two or three days and you go catch the uh the bait fish and then just put it in the fridge, like you said, just don't freeze it and then take it down there for some, some Yeah, catch food. it, put it on ice, and put then on, keep it cold. Put it on ice, why? Because, you know, when, like, if you go fishing on a hot day, you throw fish in a bucket to get all, they get a little, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, I was like, could you just keep it alive, I guess, until you leave, I guess? But you know what I mean? Yeah. Ideally, that'd be the best. If you keep them alive Mm -hmm. and then throw them on ice right before you head out, that'd be the best way. Okay. But can you keep some white bass alive for three days before you head out on a trip? Probably not. Not even close. I don't know how you may. 
Nah, I was just wondering. Okay. So, because I don't know if I can go the day before. I might be able to go like two days before or something. So, um, just can't give everybody a heads up. That's a the good way to catch the good bait. And, and I think um, you're mentioning now that they have a good population of white bass. That's kind of why we're using white bass as as bait for um, the, the fish, right? Yeah. If we get big shad while we're there, that'd be pretty good too. But okay, you're going to have an easier time casting spoons for white bass while we're there than trying to find big shad, you know, like I'm talking about like 10, 11 inch shad. And those are huge. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, dude, like the bigger the shad, the better dude. Big, yeah. bait, big but, fish. They hold up so much better. Like, dude, I know people out there, stink bait, chicken, whatever, hot dogs, chicken, Kool-Aid, chicken, jello. <laughs> nah, that's get out of here with that stuff. Ain't saying they don't catch, ain't saying they don't catch fish, but fresh is the best. Fresh cut bait is the best. That's right. what they're eating, and it just stays on the hook better. Like white bass, dude, they're they're an awesome bait. And then if you cut a white bass in half, bleeds <laughs> everywhere. That's perfect. Perfect. Okay, good to know. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. We're gonna be using uh, hopefully some fresh white bass or some just white bass in general as our cut bait. Um, if we catch any huge shad or anything else, carp, anything, anything, crappie, crappie. drum whatever it's all bait <laughs> there we go we're gonna be doing I'll, I'll probably be going like a couple days before see if we can catch some bait more bait the better we have a like i said we have plenty of us going down there it's gonna be so much fun i'm gonna I, like i said i'm super excited um can't wait to get down there some something new for myself so uh to tr- challenge myself i think it's gonna be re- really challenging me be on a kayak and if i can catch something like my pb you know catfish so i'm i'm, I'm excited I, I i guarantee it i'll buy you a like a 12 pack if we if you don't catch your peep okay there we go everybody heard that but most likely if i catch my peep how's this i catch a pb blue uh well obviously that would be like anything <laughs> any blue but if i catch double digits that's that as my goal uh, i told you that my goal off the kayak was to catch a double digit you know catfish so catch double digit catfish i'll buy you a 12 pack how's that sound man Oh, deal. Easy. All right. He said easy. So, uh, well, they're not. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, what you got? I could put you on the fish, but you got to land it yourself. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, true. Well, you got to be on it. I, okay. If I'm reeling it in, that that's about where it's, it's on me from that point, right? Yeah. At that it's point. on you from that point. Once I get, the, actually, once you get bites, it's on me at that point. Yeah. Because yeah. hey, I can't expect you to land. I can't expect you to reel it. You know, you can get me yeah. to the bites. So that that's the thing. I, I get some bites. So, um, but yeah, no, no, man. Excited. So everybody heard that. Uh, hopefully I'm buying him a 12 pack of whatever he wants to drink. So that's yeah, either be- way you win, man. Either, either way, way we win. We'll, we'll share together. We'll celebrate together in a way. So <laughs> super excited on that, man. Uh, other than that, man, uh, I, I, like I said, I'm super excited. Make sure everybody follow us. We're going to be doing this trip in a couple of weeks. We got a lot of things coming up on the podcast. We got some other guests coming up. Uh, we have some other, you know, people that we have in mind that we're going to try and get, I'm going to try and get on. Um, but I don't know, man, I, I, I kind of like this when it's just me and you just kind of recapping things, just talking about stuff too. So it's kind of fun to, uh, in a way catch up. So it's kind of cool on that. And 
you know, I think next couple episodes, hopefully we can record and we'll be more in person more, hopefully. I mean, depending on way COVID and stuff is and, you know, where the guests are and everything. So we'll, we'll try to do that more. If you guys have any um, other guests or any other topics you guys want us to talk about, let us know. But yeah, we're going to be on the, the catfish, the blue catfish prowl here in a couple of weeks. So actually, I think by the time this releases, we're going to be on that trip. Perfect. That's going to be awesome. So awesome to know. So then by the time this releases, we most likely will be hopefully in the deep stuff. You know, yeah. follow, fo- follow us on Instagram. Follow Fishing Kid on Instagram, Facebook. Follow me, My Pop Fishing on Instagram, Facebook, and you'll see where we're at. You know, we, we, we tend to post pictures a little bit ahead of time, just kind of letting everybody know where we're at, what we're doing. We don't show the good stuff yet, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll tease a little bit. We'll tease a little bit. So we'll let you guys know, man. Uh, other than that, yeah. Anything else guy? Uh, you know, just check out all our stuff. I'm, I'm starting to pump up two videos a week on my uh, YouTube channel. Um, it seems to be paying off. I mean, I'm getting more views and some traction here and there, but. There yeah, just just uh, watch the videos, comment, share, whatever. Yep. Make sure to follow Fishing Kid on his YouTube channel, and I'll 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 post some a couple more videos on beer and stuff tasting. Uh, I have a couple lined up here. I just gotta have a little more time to edit and everything. Fourth of July kind of took a took a wind out of me. I was pretty busy on that weekend, so um, but we'll we'll get some more beer tasting on some different beers coming up here for everybody on this channel and everything so if you're on the youtube stay here if you're just listening to us keep doing that keep listening to us let us know follow us on the other social media and just let us know what we can do to entertain you guys somehow but other than that guys till next time yep see you guys later